This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I'm the editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. Of course, you can check out our great coverage at MississippiToday.org. I tell you what, excited about our guest today because, well, you know what? You should be excited, too. First of all, we have one of your favorite former MPB hosts in the house. we got Mary Margaret White. Yes, you remember her. She's fantastic. She's amazing. She's also my boss at Mississippi Today, so that's why I'm being so kind. But I tell you what, she's here, and... Vicki King, who's Mississippi Today's photographer and who I've worked with. Oh, gosh, Vicki and I have worked together for 25 years. And uh, she's on the phone, and we're going to be talking about this fantastic uh, event that's coming up on Wednesday. And, of course, I'm a little bit biased because I'm part of it as well. But it's called Local Live Stories About Power, and it's an evening of live journalism, music, and storytelling that will be here in Jackson. And we'll get to it in just a second. But, Mary Margaret, I just wanted to welcome you to the show. It's so good to see you. And it's really funny because uh, since the pandemic, we've been working, you know, in and out of the office a little bit. So it's like I actually get to see you when I'm at the radio station. <laughs> it's like I don't see you work because like, we've been busy. But anyway, welcome back. And I hope you remember how to do the radio thing. And oh, well, thank you, Marshall. I'm so glad to be here. It just feels good to see Michelle again and also um, all of my other MPB friends. And like you said, we see one another, but we're usually masked. This is like the most literal FaceTime we've I know. had in I forgot what you ages. looked like. It's like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it is. It is great. And I guess radio is a bit like riding a bike and it doesn't really hurt when you fall off. So, uh, but how does it feel to be back? Oh, it feels great. It's great. I'm really excited to be here because we do have this great event coming up on Wednesday, February 9th in Jackson at Fondren Guitars. So excited to talk a little bit more about what we've got planned. And yeah, it's always fun. Radio is my first love. So, you know, what a thrill. What a great way to start the week. I know. And it's just so so much fun because I know Michelle and I, we have fun every Monday because it's just conversation and we just, we just love to talk. And, and of course, you're pretty natural at that. Of course, as I mentioned before, you're my boss at Mississippi Today. I tell uh, folks every Monday that I'm the editor at large, but why don't you tell a little bit about the people about Mississippi Today and its mission? I mean, I try to do that, but you can do it so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, Marshall is contractually obligated to say nice things about me on the radio. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean <laughs> jokes, them all. Jokes. I mean them, yeah. Um, yeah, good. no, Marshall, I will be glad to talk about Mississippi Today. Um, we are the state's flagship nonprofit newsroom. So mm-hmm. we launched in 2016 as an all-digital publication. So what I tell people a lot is we're kind of old-school journalism, but without the printed product. So everything um, on Mississippi Today can be found online, and it's always free to access. There's never a paywall to check it out. You're not going to get some, you know, read an article halfway through and then get a pop-up that tells you you have to pay to finish it. So uh, we we think that it's part of our mission to provide really good accountability journalism to all Mississippians free of charge. And and it's worked out really well. Our readership continues to grow. We um, are super proud of our team of reporters, audience member or audience professionals and business folks who keep the um, the shop running day in and day out. We're about 25 strong right now. So it's a good size newsroom um, serving statewide and 
Uh, yeah, it's a great mission. We've had a lot of really good reporting out of the um, team this uh, year so far because the legislative session is really um, where we originally cut our teeth, you know, doing capital coverage. We've since, you know, grown to expand into several different beats and areas, but uh, we still love to get up to the state capitol and cover the legislature and all of the politics and policy that takes place there. Well, one of the speakers um, is Anna Wolf, who this time, and she has been absolutely crushing it in the last year and a half, two years on breaking news and breaking scandals and stories. And and it's just, but that's the kind of journalism that's coming out of it. And, you know, of course, a lot of people read about, well, you, you know, journalism struggling and everything else. It's just been so refreshing to be part of it and to be part of the team and the, the great stuff that we've been doing. Oh, yeah. Well, we um, getting to know you, I always you know, you're my like celebrity, uh, you know, friend. So anywhere I go, everyone's always asking me about Marshall Ramsey and what it's like to work with Marshall Ramsey, which is such a pleasure. I always say that you are just um, an incredible genius. I don't know how you continue day in and day out to produce these hilarious and sometimes profound cartoons, uh, but it certainly brings a lot of people to our site. And we're especially excited to have you sharing a story as part of our local lives event on Wednesday. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think aside, maybe a Marshall story that not everyone's heard um, completely. Yeah, it's really going to be fun. We've been, I've been working with Tay, who's one of the people that we work with uh, to help develop the story. And, you know, I'm used to sp- getting up and speaking for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, and this is going to be like eight minutes. And so you really have to craft a story that's really tight. But but, you know, we live in a place where storytelling is just pretty much natural. And you think about the Neshoba County Fair sitting on the front porch or if you're sitting anywhere in the state, you know, we love to sit on the front porch and talk about people. And I think that's what's that's what's so beautiful about this whole event. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a really interesting thing because we are such a culture of storytellers in the South and, and in Mississippi. But one thing that I've always been interested in. So, for example, I have a background in journalism. I got my degree in journalism from Ole Miss. And, you know, when you study journalism, you really learn about the who, what, when, where, how, right? right. My fifth year of, or I guess it was my f- senior year of college, I discovered this program at Ole Miss called Southern Studies. And they were teaching oral history, which was, you know, still interview based, but it was just going a little deeper, really understanding, um, you know, people's how their personal history or their family history really impacted their decisions or, you know, certain things that happened in their life. So I think that's one of the reasons that I have been really attracted to this program that we're doing this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Local Lives is a partnership between Mississippi Today and um, a production company called Local Lives. They do journalism events around the country. And really the idea is to connect journalists with their communities. I think a lot of times readers feel like they know a reporter because they follow their work. They, they, you know, read their tweets and, you know, keep up with their, their day to day. But I do think that one of the, you know, sort of historical hurdles with journalism is that there just has been a disconnect between the community and the newsroom. So the idea with Local Lives is really to bring the community and the newsroom together for this um, event that's really centered in storytelling. So I expect that readers um, and fans of all of these great uh, folks who are participating this Wednesday are going to come out and have just sort of a new appreciation or experience with the work. Um, The whole idea is that you kind of get the story behind the story Mm -hmm. of what it's like to be a reporter and go out and ask hard questions or be in situations you might never have imagined yourself before. We've got Vicki King on the line. And Vicki, 
has been a photographer in the Jackson area for a, a while. Uh, Vicky, I can't even remember when you started at the Clarion Ledger. You were there when I got there, and I got there in 96. But you've been – you're one of the best spot news uh, photographers that I've ever met. And some of the stories around some of the photos that you've taken over the years are incredible. I, I'm not going to have you give away what you're going to speak about on Wednesday necessarily, but – uh, tell us a little bit about some of the stories around what it's like being a photographer in Mississippi. Hey, Marshall. Uh, yeah, I've uh, been around a long time, <laughs> and uh, just about every photo that I've taken, there's a story. I've just been one of those uh, nose-for-news type of people, and uh, the story that I'm going to tell is no different. Um, there is a story behind the picture, because, you know, people see the picture and uh, they read the cut line and that's it but you know there is an A to Z to it so uh, I'm going to get into that and uh, hopefully people will enjoy it when did you yeah I'm sorry Vicki when did you get into photography I mean was was this something that was a passion of yours when you were really young and you said I want to do this professionally or did you just kind of fall into it well it it wasn't exactly a falling into it Uh, I was an artist actually a a pencil renderer and i was one of those people where uh it wasn't an impatience it was more like uh when my muse was on vacation and things weren't working out i would get frustrated and then i discovered photography first of all uh, I've, i've always loved taking pictures uh when i was a little kid uh my mom told me that, hey, if you want a camera, you're going to have to work for it. So I actually sold flower seeds to the ladies in my neighborhood. Uh, I don't know. I think, Marshall, you might be old enough to remember Grit Magazine. uh, In the back of those magazines, you could sell things and get prizes. And that's how I got my first camera. And then I learned how to develop film and print pictures, and it was like magic, and I was hooked. So I've gone through the whole gamut of, from way back, I mean, you got kids now that don't even know what film is. So starting out with film, to now we have memory cards and computers. It's basically all the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's storytelling. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you're such a brilliant uh, visual storytelling, stor- visual storyteller. Have you done a lot of pub? I mean, this is it, it, public speaking can be scary sometimes. I know that, but have you done a lot of being able to get up in front of a crowd and do this? Is this something that you're really looking forward to? Oh, I am very much so, and it uh, it doesn't frighten me uh, because basically it's me sitting in front of people doing what I always do when somebody says, hey, tell us how that happened. And it's that I'm going to relay that. Can you give so us a little bit? It'll go as smoothly as I said, <laughs> I said it would. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait to hear because I've always loved there was um, one award-winning photograph that you got. There was, I mean, there was a police uh, situation and everything, and I just remember you telling the story behind it. And, I mean, when you're out shooting, is there ever a time when you feel like that there's danger uh, around what you do? I mean, because, I mean, you get into some really interesting situations sometimes when you're doing spot news photography. Uh, of course. Uh, it's always in the back of my mind, okay? My head always on a swivel. Uh, 
I try to be situationally aware, okay, uh, so that I don't, I, first of all, that's why they make long glass. I don't have to be up close and personal. Uh, I'm very much aware of my surroundings so that uh, I try and stay out of harm's way, and so far that has served me well. A little bit. Uh, on the, oh, Michelle. Hi, Vicky. Yeah. Okay. Hi. I have a question. This is Michelle McAdoo. I'm listening to you um, talk about how passionate you are about photography. And you and Marshall were talking about the changes in, like you said, film to digital. Talk a little bit about the learning curve with you. And since you started in the beginning to now, how has that changed for you? And is it do you like the digital world better than the film world as well? And part two. A or B to this question is, how have you seen the climate change, especially with the pandemic and um, everything right now, the uh, racial upheaval and unrest in the world? Is Does that make for great journalistic photography as well? Well, your second question first, yes, the, uh, the short of it. Uh, there's always news, and this is some of the biggest news that is happening, and Mississippi is like ground zero for a lot of it. For, from the abortion issue to medical marijuana to Black Lives Matter. Uh, we've been right there in the midst of it. And uh, as far as photography, I'm one of those people that started out, oh my goodness, with a little manual FM Nikon camera that you roll the film into. And, and that's what I tell some of these kids now. Uh, taking a picture with your iPhone or your smartphone does not make you a photographer. But the times are changing. Uh, I, I read an article recently where Hillary Clinton's cover photo for a major magazine was shot with iPhones. Looked pretty good. Wow. But yeah. you're not going to shoot sports and you're not going to shoot spot news with a phone and and that's the big difference now as uh you know your watchdogs of your your neighborhoods are your newspapers and they are going by the wayside and so it's not a so much a specialized it's not so much a specialized job anymore it's more multimedia that uh not only do you have to know how to shoot with your digital camera you have to upload and edit, and some you're putting out photo galleries, and, and and yes, it's the same principle, okay. It's just a different method. That's right. That's all. That's right. And you still have to have a good eye and be able to have a news for being, I mean, a nose for being able to see news. And you've done that so incredibly well. I'm so glad you're at Mississippi today. But right, but right now we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we'll continue speaking with Mary Margaret White and welcome once again, Mississippi Today's photographer, Vicki King. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. There's, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Hey, this is Malcolm White. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Every week we talk with visual artists, musicians, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. 
We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcast app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. If you're just tuning in, well, we're getting a sneak peek of Mississippi Today's captivating live storytelling event, Local Lives, with our guest, CEO, Mary Margaret White. And now we're going to also, we've been talking with Vicki King as well, and we'll get back to her in just a minute. But we're going to go, we're going to talk with Mary Margaret a little bit. By the way, congratulations, you're CEO now of Mississippi Today. You started out, I guess you started out marketing. How many years have you been there now? I was just trying to think. Yeah, I, I came on um, as the marketing and branding director in 2017 yeah. and have moved up the ladder and am now the CEO. I was named CEO in 2020, so mm-hmm. in the middle of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a position that I'm very very grateful for. I love working with the team and the board at Mississippi Today, and it's given me a lot of opportunity to learn from other nonprofit newsrooms around the country. This um, sort of business model for news is really expanding. I yeah. think there are probably more than 300 nonprofit news organizations nationally now, and the beautiful thing about that is it's a very it's a very generous community. So uh, don't reinvent the wheel. Here's what's worked well for us in Vermont or in California, maybe you can adapt it for what you're doing in Mississippi, which is really how we learned about um, this local lives programming. Mm -hmm. Our um, partners, our friends over at Vermont Digger um, had done this last fall, and I tuned in, and I was like, this is just so fun and so smart. It's very similar to uh, what a lot of listeners might know, the Moth Radio Hour. So uh, storytelling-centric, and we do have a great lineup. Of course, um, Marshall Ramsey is going to be one of our featured storytellers at the event. Vicki King, our photojournalist, who you heard from earlier, uh, will also be sharing a story. We also have um, a story from Anna Wolf, one of our um, investigative reporters who focuses on poverty. And she's got a pretty um, mysterious and exciting story about a reporting project she was on, which seemed sort of like a simple story about a housing issue in Jackson that turned to be out to be much deeper. There's a little bit of murder. There's a little bit of um, ethics. There's uh, a lot of complexities. So it should be a really fun story to hear. And then we're also going to be joined by Benjamin Salisbury, who a lot of you may know. He's with the Emmett Till Interpretive Center in Sumner, and he is a great storyteller, uh, background in music. So he's just a performer through and through. We're excited to have Benjamin join us as sort of our community storyteller, our local angle. And then um, Vitamin C, who's a Jackson-based rapper, singer, writer, is going to be our musical guest. She is so powerful, a woman I've been following for quite some time. We've actually, Michelle, back in the day, had her on Next Stop Mississippi when she produced um, her first album, Joyful Noise. So it'll be exciting to see um, Vitamin C again. And then lastly, I'm going to welcome everyone to the show, but we've got this just 
energetic, amazing comedian, Merck B, who's going to be our MC and carry us through the night. So a lot of variety. I think the energy is going to be super high um, Wednesday. Again, um, the program is Local Lives, um, Stories About Power. It's this Wednesday, February 9th at Fondren Guitars in Jackson. It starts at 6. um, And you can find out more about tickets at MississippiToday.org. Or if you get our newsletter straight to your inbox, there's a link um, in the newsletter as well. That's right. I love that it was just, it's kind of been described as like a podcast, except in person. Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, um, it's been really fun to think about how to frame this first event. It's our first time really getting into this space of um, storytelling, of, of, of really creating a, an experience for readers that really centers reporting and journalism. We do a lot of panel discussions. We do a lot of, you know, sort of one-on-one Q&As. Uh, but this is a little bit more of a creative territory, which I'm super excited about. So we took some time to really think through what should the theme be for the event? Because we wanted there to be like a thread, you know, yeah. throughout the night. And we settled on power. And, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because like the our sort of yeah discussions behind the theme really centered on how power it's like this thing that people like desire they want and they also like despise it so yeah. how it's just such an interesting dynamic i mean when you think about power like what's the first sort of stereotypical like image that pops in your head my story came is uh going to be based around a story that i encountered literally on the ground covering Hurricane Katrina. But it's a story about what happens when power is literally washed out to sea. And, you know, what happens when people come together and, and the, the the good that comes from that and the power that comes from that level of good. And so it was um, really fun because I had when I was doing my story, I was thinking about two or three different things. I thought about the 2001 flag vote, one where I was actually getting death threats throughout the day. And then my doctor called me and said, Oh, yeah, by the way, you have cancer. And I just started laughing because it was like the nicest phone call I'd had. Well, that could have been an interesting story, but I didn't really. But I wanted to do something a little bit more positive, a little bit more upbeat. And I think the story, I think it's going to work. I got to do a little bit more practicing on it. When I was driving over the thing, I was sitting there reciting it over and over and over as I was driving through the countryside of, of East Mississippi on my way up to Tennessee. But I tell you what, I, I'm excited about it. I, I like that there's music weaved into it as well. Hey, we have Jerry from Rankin County on the phone that would like to ask Vicki a question. Let's see what Jerry has to say. Hello, Jerry. Hold on one second. Let's get Jerry on the phone. Hey, good morning, Jerry. Uh, good morning. I have a question. I have I recently published a book that has a whole lot of photos in it that I took with the old Instamatic camera, you know, like 30 pictures on a roll, and then you go get it developed kind of thing. And I had them digitized and used in the book, and they turned out really great. And my question is, when does a photo or picture need a caption, or should it be should it stand alone, and then you explain it as it goes, or you know, up to the individual to interpret what it is? And if you follow what my question is, well, I can tell you from my experience, when you put your your caption on a photo, it answers succinctly the basics of who, what, when, where, and how. And the art of that is pretty much condensing all that information into a few lines. And don't forget your byline. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that answers my question. Thank you very much. 
Mickey makes it sound so simple. These captions are so hard to do because oftentimes there is a lot happening <laughs> in one picture. Yeah. I know, Vicky. It's so funny. Listen, you hear that and just, you know, I think about that when I do a cartoon, too, because sometimes I'll sit there and tell the story visually and then I write a caption on it, too. And I was like, wait a minute, I didn't need to put a caption on it. That's overkill. And that's like something a lot of times I actually back away from that and erase the caption and, and do that. But you, you can when you're taking a, a photo and you're out there and i mean literally all a lot of times you know things are not chaos and everything but if you're in a breaking news situation and everything's really chaotic i mean and it's like being a sports photographer too you're in the middle of so much action is it just something that you just see do you see the image and then you just click or is it something where you're looking for that that story to tell how does that work with you well it depends it depends on the situation when you break it down into sports and features and spot news and general news and illustrations, uh, it's still the same when you put the information on the photograph. Let me, can you let me, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I guess it's like you were, Vicky. You were talking about um, football, say sports. A quarterback, you know, a quarterback has to know exactly when to throw the ball and where, and kind of look at his angles and see is is the right time to throw the ball kind of like you uh taking a picture sometimes it is instant you you capture that moment and oh wow i didn't plan that um but you i guess in time and um knowing what you're doing and just getting better and better you know angles you know let me get that or you see something that's something still and you're like this is perfect so that comes with wisdom and age not aging you but age in your (laughs) (laughs) age in your uh good job michelle um In your um, field and knowing, just knowing, getting that eye, what you guys call it, that eye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and you, as you become more experienced, what you do a lot of times is you you compose through the viewfinder. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes that helps with editing, and it it would depend on what is needed. Sometimes you want to leave room if a headline is going to be bled into the picture with some copy. Uh, it, it just depends, but ordinarily what you do is you shoot it. Sometimes things happen and you know you got it. Sometimes you wait around and it's like watching grass grow, but eventually there's always a picture to take. I found myself in a lot of those types of situations and some of my best photographs are just me wandering around and I see something. And you shoot it. Uh, you know if you hit it right. And yeah. sometimes it's all in the crop, too. I'm sure the listeners can see why Vicky was one of the first people I wanted to do this storytelling series because she literally talks in pictures. Vicky, I love to listen to you because you do paint a picture with your words, um, you know, that's so visual and experiential. And um, Vicky is really one of the best storytellers you'll ever meet. So if you're ever, you know, at a um, social function or a dinner party and, and Vicky King is there, take advantage and sit next to her because you will have the best night of anyone in the room. And we're definitely going to have a great we're going to have a great night on Wednesday night too. And Vicky, give us a little yeah. bit of a taste of what you're going to be talking about. We don't want to spoil it, obviously, because we want people to come right. on Wednesday. But tell us a little bit about what you're going to be uh, sharing with us. Well, I, I went through my Rolodexer stories, and I, what I wanted to do was make it local. Uh, I thought about and, and pardon me while I digress a little bit. I 
I thought about the time uh, as a first-time photographer, got a call, hey, would you like to be in bed with a photographer and meet the Pope? Shoot the Pope. Uh, photograph the Pope. Right. That's like probably that. a better way of saying <laughs> that. Yeah, because that's yeah. happened before and it didn't turn yeah. out well. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there was one photographer that got that picture. But that's anyway, true. Uh, uh, and I thought, well, no, uh, happened a long time ago. Yeah. Happened in another state. I uh, thought about when Obama was campaigning. But the story that I'm going to talk about uh, is a spot news story. Uh, it was a tragedy. And it involved just me doing my job. And I have a knack or an ability to fold things up, the ugly side of humanity. You see a lot of that as a photographer. You fold it up and I put it in the hip pocket in my mind. And it came back to me. Uh, this photograph that I shot uh, went around the country, went around the world. Uh, I got ripped a new one for it, but I also got some accolades for it. So that's what I'm going to share. Is that one of your was that one of your favorite photos that you've ever taken? Favorite? It was one of the best images that I shot. It's a beautiful day, Marshall. And it happened and yeah. I was there. I was the only photographer there. There were two videographers from uh two of the local T V stations there. But I also nailed those pictures and uh I have to admit that it surprised me that they were, that it ran, especially the way it did. And as you, you hear the negativity that comes from that, you you kind of question, well, man, I, you know it's intrusive, but I was doing my job. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and and and, and nothing passes like that where. Even the people that tore me a new one, they saw that picture, and it brought them some knowledge, That's and right. it put names to faces, okay, that it can happen to anyone at any time. So I'll leave it at that. It's time for our final break, and when we return, we'll wrap up our conversation with Mary Margaret Miller and Vicki King, and it's still time for you to join the conversation, so you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-at-large at Mississippi Today. Well, today we've been talking with CEO of Mississippi Today, Mary Margaret White, and, of course, Mississippi Today's photographer, Vicki King. we got a great storytelling event coming up on Wednesday called Local Lives. And it's not too late to join in the conversation. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That is 877-672-7464. Mary Margaret, once again, um, this is really a cool series. I know the pandemic, and of course, as editor-at-large, I know I have really struggled to be at large because of the pandemic. It's kind of hard to do live events. Um, we're now getting back into it, and thanks to the vaccine and the waning numbers and all kinds of good things. Um, but there are obviously going to be some protocols. We're going to make sure it's a safe event as well. And I thought Fondering Guitars was a brilliant location to have it because a lot of times when you're speaking, if you're speaking in a really cool venue, that makes it that much more fun, and you get you just feed off the energy of the room better and everything else. And I'm really uh, glad for Fondering Guitars for allowing us to come and hang out with them. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, so this this series, Local Lives, this is just the first of three that we're going to be doing um, this year. And like we talked about at the top of the show, the whole idea around these events is really to deepen the connection between journalists yeah. and the community they report on. And right before the break, Vicki King, Miss Be Today's photojournalist, was telling um, a little bit of a sneak peek of the story that she's going to share on Wednesday, talking about the decision making that goes into, you know, what you publish, yeah. talking about the blowback that comes sometimes when you publish, and also talking about the accolades or the gratefulness that comes from a community. And those are all really, I think, important aspects of what we're really trying to get to the heart of with this series is really helping people understand um what all goes into making a decision as a newsroom or as a reporter and really humanizing the journalist. As we all know, the media has become um, so polarized and, you know, such a uh, sort of hot button issue. But at the end of the day, particularly when you're doing local news, reporters are people, too. And, you know, everything that they work on, everything that they cover, you know, has a personal impact on them. And so we really hope that this event series is going to help get to the heart of that. Um Everyone in Mississippi today is there because they love Mississippi and they want to see Mississippi move forward. Um, Vicky's certainly part of that. Marshall, you're a wonderful example of that. Um, so I, I think it's going to be really cool to get, um, you know, get to those stories with this event series. And as Marshall said, if you're not familiar um, with Bondron Guitars in Jackson, they were historically in this tiny little building near the post office in Fondren, And they've recently moved to a much larger space um, near uh, the sort of Iconic Cups Coffee Shop in Fondren. There's a new gym, Fondren Fitness, in that shopping Where center. Rainbow used to be in that area. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rainbow Grocery, absolutely. Um, but the space is really big. It, it's just you know ready made for events. There's all these incredible vintage guitars lining the walls. But they also have a cash bar, so there'll be libations. You know, it's a good time to come meet up for happy hour and relax. Um, you know, we'll be selling tickets at the door. So you know, if you don't um, get around to getting one in advance. We'll be glad to greet you um, on Wednesday at 6. And uh, couldn't say, I just can't say better things about Patrick Harkins and the team at Fondren Guitars. They are quintessential professionals. They have been so helpful with everything for from how we want to set up the flow of the space to the sound, the AV and, and sound and audio. So really great to work with them. And, um, you know, that's my neighborhood. That's my home neighborhood. And if, of all of my years of working as 
a professional, I, I can't say I've ever produced any events in my own neighborhood. So I'm really excited about just being like a half a mile from my house for a lot of reasons. That'll be very nice. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very quick to get there at the end, too, when you're done. So, uh, Vicki, have you got any last thoughts before we before we head out on the end of the show? And thank you for being on today. Uh, really, of course, I always love talking to you. I mean, I've loved working with you for so many years. And like you said, you're a fantastic storyteller. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Uh, I just want to uh, invite everybody to come out and have a good time and listen to some stories. Oh, that'd be great. You know, and it's it's so cool about the three different speakers because we're all three different types of storytellers. I mean, you've got a fantastic investigative journalist and writer. You got a fantastic photographer, and you got a guy who draws cartoons. But it's like. They're all stories, and it's it's going to be really a, just a fun evening. And then the music thrown into it, and you've got a great MC. I mean, this is going to be a great event. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm part of it. i got a little bit of skin in the game. Uh, but I would love you all to come out. I'd love to be able to meet you. It's a chance for you all to get to meet me, too. And I, and one thing I've learned about Mississippi is if people know you, they pay attention to you. And I and I always love when I get to run into folks that say, oh, yeah, we love, we love what you do for Mississippi today. We love your radio show or whatever, or Mississippi State stories the interviews i do for there too so it's just fun and it's going to be a great evening and it's just fun to drag mary margaret back on the radio again it's great it has been great i've so enjoyed it thank you michelle and thank you marshall for for having me again um the event is local lives it's this wednesday february 9th at 6 p.m at fondren guitars in jackson you can find a link to learn more on mississippitoday.org that's all spelled out mississippitoday.org or if you uh, get the mississippi today newsletter and you'll see a little ad right there in your newsletter you can just click to learn more and if you get my newsletter, it's there as well. And I will put links out on my social media. So just search for Marshall Ramsey or Mississippi Today. Either way, you can find links that way as well. How much do the tickets cost? They're $10. Oh, that's easy. that's not bad. Yeah, but if you do have, um, you know, a barrier, if that creates a barrier for you financially, please reach out to our offices. You can reach out to me directly. My email is mwhite, W-H-I-T-E, at mississippitoday.org. I'd be happy to work with you. Oh, that's wonderful. Any other big plans for 2022? Yes, absolutely. Thanks for asking. Um, later this month on February 17th, Thursday, February 17th, we'll be having the first in a series of legislative breakfasts. We'll be at Basel downtown at 7.30 in the morning uh, with Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman in conversation with Miss Today Editor-in-Chief Adam Ganeshow. So it's a free event. Come out, join us for uh, sort of a continental breakfast and a short interview between the Lieutenant Governor and our Editor-in-Chief Adam Ganeshow. So that's again uh, February 17th, mm-hmm. Thursday, February 17th at 7.30 a.m. at Basil's downtown. And I will be there drawing a live cartoon for that event as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, yeah I've seen Marshall draw a lot, but maybe not quite in in, in the live. Uh, At that early in the morning, no, it never happens. So who knows how dark we'll and sinister it'll be? We'll have to give you so. an IV of green tea that day. Yeah, Delbert, beware. So thank you so much for being here, Vicky. Thank you as well. We want to thank you I for. Oh, we want to thank you for listening and thank our guests once again, CEO Mary Margaret White and Mississippi Today's photographer Vicky King for being with us today. If you'd like to hear this show again or any past episodes, you can listen to our podcast or. Here you're on your favorite podcast app as well. Uh, now you're talking as production of MPB Think Radio is produced by Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Josie Bidwell and join us next week at 10 a.m. for another great conversation here on MPB Think Radio. Y'all have a great week. <laughs>